1: And welcome to let's talk about it this is Taylor your host and I hope you are all having a fantastic week so far I hope that you are making some space for yourselves to experience pleasure to experience rest to experience happiness uh, the weight of the world feels really heavy these days but I hope that you are making space and it's so easy for us to say you know oh there's so many things going on there's so much stuff that we have to do so we just don't have the time but y'all know this you got to Make the time. So create that space. It's it's not always just going to provide itself and show it to you. It's something you really got to be intentional about. So um, I hope that you're selfish with that, right? I hope that you prioritize yourself. Um, I hope, I hope that, that that's where you're at. And then maybe listening to this podcast is a part of that practice for you of making some space for yourself to learn a little bit and maybe feel a little less alone. Um, it has been absolutely beautiful here in Seattle. Um, definitely soaking up the summer weather. I have the balcony door open. So if you hear birds or anything like that, um, that's just part of my peaceful uh, feng shui. <laughs> I'm going to add in the birds to my Department of Shui. Um but I'm really excited to share with y'all this episode. Um, I spoke with Dr. Sadie Allison, who I'm now going to consider a friend, but also like slightly a mentor. Um, before this, we had gotten connected through Emily, um, Sex with Emily, uh, who was on the podcast a few episodes ago. And Sadie has just been an amazing, amazing, like, (laughs) uh, resource, um, person to talk to. She's just so fantastic. She does, literally so many things. I, I'm, not, I'm not even going to attempt to go through the list. I'm going to have her share with you all, all the things that she does, um, just to name a few. Uh, she's the founder and CEO of Tickle Kitty, which is an online e-commerce um, store for like all things sex. So highly recommend check out Tickle Kitty. She has like several books that are super helpful. They're like technical books. So part of what we're going to get in today is like how to give hand jobs, how to give jobs. Jobs, um, how to warm up to things like anal. Um, these are just some of the things that that her books cover. Um, but she really is. I like look up to her now. I'm like, you're fantastic. How do I do all the things that you do? Um, she also, uh, in addition to Tickle Kitty and being an author, she also has launched a CBD lube company that I'm gonna have her share with y'all all about. I love. She's so detail oriented and like. The product itself is just absolutely amazing. Um, I definitely, definitely recommend it. Um, And she's going to share a lot more with us about all of that, but... I really hope again, as you come into this episode, that you are listening with open ears, hearts, and minds. Um, I do share some personal things in this conversation with Sadie as I try to do throughout when appropriate on these episodes. Um, I learned a lot from from Sadie and, and from her books and everything that she has put out. And um, I I would... I would probably say you'll be seeing her again in the future here on the podcast, um, but I hope that y'all check out all of this stuff in the um, episode notes, all of her links and whatnot. I know she's going to have some fun discounts for you all to check out some of her um Products and resources and, and website and everything like that. So, take advantage of all of this stuff being provided for you. <laughs> um, Sadie has been absolutely amazing. I'm gonna stop talking about how great she is and let you all <laughs> let you all hear from her. So, without any further ado, let's talk about it. Right, so welcome, Sadie, to the show. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I'm so, so, so excited about this. We've we've had one conversation before already, and you were fantastic. So I'm super happy to have you here today. Uh, thank you for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. I, even just from our first conversation, I was like, Dan, like, how have you done all the things that you've done? Like you have done so, so much and you have some really exciting, uh, projects and, and products that you're just now kind of, uh, launching, working on that are kind of newer for you, but, um, would love to kind of, you know, Rewind a bit and kind of look at where all this started for you. Um, and I have Tickle Kitty. Was that kind of the first like platform in sex that you started at? W- that you started out with?
2: Yeah. So Tickle Kitty, I started God almost twenty years ago, and it's a uh, started off as a self publishing company. And I I wrote six sex technique books that all became uh, best selling award winners, and I've wow. actually um, there's two million copies of them out there. So I've definitely helped. Saved some relationships and added a lot of pleasure to the bedrooms. Absolutely. Um, one of them is uh, "Tickle His Pickle,"
1: mm-hmm. um, which is
2: all about uh, hand jobs and blow jobs. right? And, and,
1: and we're gonna we're gonna get into, <laughs> we're gonna
2: get into "Tickle His Pickle." <laughs> yeah. And, um. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Uh, I got nicknamed um, a penis genius, and I will never been. I'll never be able to live that one down. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I started off, I was nicknamed the little Dr. Ruth when I was in Mm -hmm. high school, because I was that outspoken girl that would talk about sex out loud. I was giving advice to everybody. Um, I was uninhibited. I was having a good time in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And when I was talking to my girlfriends, they would tell me how they weren't having orgasms. Mm -hmm. Um, It was uncomfortable. It was awkward. And I was so shocked and wanted to help. So I started teaching all my girlfriends about Mm -hmm. their anatomy basically the clitoris, lubrication, yeah. and different ways to explore and touch themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I empowered them to actually masturbate and self-pleasure yeah. so they can learn their own bodies. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, then you can communicate what you like and you don't like to your lovers. So yeah. that kind of started me off on my career of being a sex educator. Fast forward through college and the corporate world, and I continued mm-hmm. to teach. And um, I said, wow, I've taught so many people how to achieve an orgasm, I I should write a little pamphlet or something that I can give away to people and be able to help more women. And so that idea evolved. And I ended up writing my first book, which is called Tickle Your Fancy, A Woman's Guide Mm -hmm. to Sexual Mm Self-Pleasure, and um, started Tickle Kitty. Uh, And then that evolved into the ticklekitty.com sex toy store online, Mm -hmm. where it's a boutique, and yeah. I cherry pick every toy to make sure that it's got a nice variety, different price points. And so, everybody, there's a little something for everybody. So, that's kind of the Tickle Kitty story. And it's been a long, exciting journey till today. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, the, the whole site itself is fantastic and such a great resource. Um, and I mean, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about toys today, hopefully, but, um, if people did want to check out your website, um, they can go to tickle kitty. And do we have any kind of like fun surprises for listeners if they want to go check out the website?
2: Sure. Well, aside from a lot of the uh, new orgasms, um, it's a good day for a new orgasm. I always say, <laughs> um, I would like to offer a discount of 15% off if there's anything that you like there. So just enter the code TAYLOR15 and mm-hmm. you'll get 15% off your whole order.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for offering that for listeners. I mean, I think oftentimes, I mean, there's a lot of barriers around shame and whatnot to just even start looking around sex toys and like exploring your pleasure. But I mean, finances also typically can be a barrier that put like cash for sex toys sometimes is a really new, scary thing for women um, and men as well. So um, I think that's fantastic to kind of offer that and help give people a little bit of a push and know that like, it's okay. Right. (laughs) It's worth it. It's worth
2: it. (laughs) Absolutely. Pleasure is totally worth it. I can't stress enough how important your love life is in addition to your health, your relationship, your careers, all of that stuff. It's so important. And so Mm -hmm. if it's a, if it's going to help your relationship, which just sometimes adding something new one night, just a little bit of spice, even if you guys end up just laughing and having a good old time Mm -hmm. about it and thinking it's silly. That creates a whole new situation than you're used to and can open up a whole new world of exploration.
1: Yeah. And I mean, there's a new world of exploration that you've kind of started on uh, with your CBD company. Um, so I'd love to hear you share just a little bit about kind of like how you first even learned about using CBD during sex um, and any kind of tips that we can give our listeners. Sure. Uh,
2: so a couple years ago, um, I was at a point in my career, I've been uh, America's pleasure coach and teaching pleasure techniques all these years, and I got to a point where I wanted to evolve, and I felt like, what is next for me in my career based on my readers and my patients and Mm -hmm. the foundation that I have, and how can I help women in a more profound way? And at that time, I was hearing more and more about women and, and painful intercourse, I didn't even realize this, but Mm -hmm. three out of four women will experience painful sex in their lives. And that's called dyspareunia. And that can happen from uh, dozens of conditions that women have, from endometriosis to dryness, menopause symptoms, vaginismus. There's a ton of stuff, Mm -hmm. postpartum problems. And at that same time, CBD was coming onto the market. And it's known Mm -hmm. for its anti-inflammatory, pain-relieving properties, and anti-anxiety And Mm -hmm. I said, wow, wouldn't it be nice if there was a sex lube for women with CBD that could help Mm -hmm. them with this pain situation so they can get their love lives back? Because a lot of women weren't even able to have sex anymore because they said it hurt so much. Mm -hmm. And so I I researched the cannabis space and I was looking for a clean water-based lubricant with CBD that I would be able to give women. And as I found, there wasn't anything out there yet. It was Mm -hmm. a handful of cannabis products that are oil-based, yep. which isn't safe for all women. It can trap bacteria and cause infections mm-hmm. for some. Yeah. And they're um, not good
1: with all condoms either.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. It'll break down latex. So mm-hmm. two big no-nos. <laughs> yep. And, and so I was searching, I'm like, we need a water base because that's safest and cleanest. And with enough mm-hmm. CBD, that was the other thing. The CBD that I was seeing in some other products was so minimal that when you actually look at how much you're getting per dose, like for one use or one Mm -hmm. serving, it was barely any. So that really wasn't going to help with the pain. It was more for marketing purposes. So I said, gosh, someone needs to make this water-based CBD lube. And then that's when I had my aha moment and I said, I'm going to make it and I'm going to do it great. And I really care about what women are putting on and in their bodies. And Mm -hmm. my criteria in working with our PhD formulation scientist was water-based, the least amount of ingredients possible, I want it super clean, all quality ingredients, um, nothing that's had a bad rap, so glycerin Mm -hmm. and parabens and L-arginine and all those things um, Mm -hmm. are not good for some women, so we left all of those out, and it had to have enough CBD, so we have 200 milligrams that you can actually get two milligrams per pump, and that was really important, this is how it,
1: yeah, it's really cute. I love it. It's a very like clean, clean label, clean bottle, even like the, um, yeah. The box, yeah.
2: You know, and that's an important point. Our bottle is made of solid white glass. And the reason you need to put CBD in glass is because there's been studies where if you put it in a plastic bottle, it will leach Mm -hmm. into the plastic 10% in 24 hours. So you're not even getting the full amount of CBD of what you're purchasing. And also... It's uh, the bottle is light resistant. If you put a Mm. CBD product into a clear bottle, the light will degrade the product. So we thought of everything with this product and wanted to make a super high quality lube. And it's actually, we're getting some great reviews and it makes me, warms my heart that it's actually giving people their love lives back.
1: Yeah. All right. So it's time for a very, very exciting (laughs) short break. I want to share a new sponsor of the podcast that I think y'all will be very, very excited about. Uh, So I want to introduce y'all to Dirty Fun Box. This is not like your average subscription box. This is like a very fun, exciting box. (laughs) So uh, essentially, Dirty Fun Box helps you explore your pleasure. They have stand alone challenges, uh, so like couples, throuples, larger groups. They customize these kind of sexual challenges and explorations for specific sexual requests. They also have a, a whole Pornhub community and sex education and tips in each box um, with blog and video links uh, to curated content. And they really help encourage their members to just explore and enjoy more than they've ever known was really possible. Uh, within their sexuality. So I got my first box and really excited because there's actually a new item in here that I've never experimented with before, uh, bondage tape. And it's tape that sticks to itself, not to your skin, Um, which was was always kind of like my turn offs on using things like tape that it was like, ah, that feels uncomfortable and I don't want to be like sticky with tape that doesn't sound enjoyable. Um, But now I'm really excited because through Dirty Fun Box, I now have like something really cool to experiment with and introducing myself to different things and really just going to look at it as a fun Literally a fun dirty box. <laughs> so I want to share with y'all uh listeners of Let's Talk About It can head to dirtyfunbox.com slash Taylor Nolan and you can get a discount of 10% off with the code Taylor10. Um really, really encourage y'all to check out this box. It's like it's <laughs> very different. Um, they don't, you know, they're not really like a sex shop or other delivery boxes because they have these little challenges for you. Um, so it's a nice fun little way to kind of get creative and have some accountability and just explore new things. So again, check out dirtyfunbox.com slash Nolan and use discount code Taylor10 for 10% off. I hope y'all enjoy that and get down and dirty and have some fun with this box. <laughs> uh, but with all that said, very excited to have Dirty Fun Box as a new sponsor of the podcast and we can now get back to the show from our first conversation, I was like, you are so diligent. And like, so like (laughs) literally like cover absolutely every, uh, possible concern. Like you're very, um, very detail oriented in your work, like not just with the CBD, but even with your books and, and with your online store, like if you're very, very detail oriented and I'm like, I trust, I trust her. Ah, Thank you (laughs) So, so much. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think that like, the, the CBD lube um, field very much has like a ton of hype around it right now, especially. Um, and I'm wondering if you have any kind of like specific tips or advice that you could give to people um, if they did want to try out, you know, maybe for the first time or even just for the first time with, with your lube with Go Love CBD um, of any kind of tips on, on how to even go about starting using that.
2: Sure. Well, the first thing you always want to look for with any CBD product is that there is a certificate of analysis attached to it. So that's basically a lab report that should be posted on the company's website. Mm -hmm. And if you look here on the box, there's a QR code, which is actually a requirement in many states that CBD manufacturers have on their packaging so that as a consumer, if you're in a store, you can go scan that code and it should take you directly to that company's website and to the page where the certificate of analysis is. So that's your first starting point. So you know that you're working with a credible company that's following the guidelines and that cares about your safety to provide that information and to be transparent. Yeah. The next thing I would do is look at ingredients. Mm -hmm. Um, Women today are more and more savvy and health conscious and are reading the ingredients Mm -hmm. and labels. You can, you know, Google anything And make sure that what you're putting on your body is safe. Um, It's easy to find online. And so those would be like the two main things you want to start with. And then Mm -hmm. if you are looking for pain relief or anxiety relief, you want to choose a lubricant that has a substantial amount of CBD so you actually get the therapeutic benefits. So if you were using a product that has... 300 or 50 milligrams in the bottle, you're not getting that much per use. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we actually took two years to figure out how do we emulsify 200 milligrams into our bottle yeah. so that you actually get the benefits. And, you know, I wanted to bring up that um, the anxiety thing, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of women are, we're up in our heads, you know, yeah. we're thinking about our to-do list mm-hmm. and it's hard to just get into the moment with your partner in the bedroom. So, yeah. Um, one out of seven women, there's a study done out of 300 participants by, uh, drugfree.org did the survey. And one out of seven women said that they like to drink before sex. And mm. some people are just, they like to drink, but some people actually kind of need a buzz to feel open enough to even do it. Mm. And then, um, the other number that was pretty amazing is that a lot of women actually say they need to ha- to drink alcohol before they can even have sex with their, a significant other. And that's pretty uh, sad. And I've actually talked to women about that too. And mm-hmm. so CBD is a natural way to reduce anxiety and to relax your body, to calm your mind. So you can kind of ease into it as if you had a glass of wine, but you're using yeah. a natural herbal remedy. So it's a really great solution.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, like, those statistics are so sad because, yeah, it just, like, goes to show that the anxiety around the vulnerability of sex and the anxiety of the shame that's associated with sex is so intense. That's right. And
2: even men, too. Men have Mm -hmm.
1: shame. Um, They also have a
2: lot of anxiety. They're worrying about performance anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, Is their penis big enough? Am I going to be able to make her come this time? I have, you know, I come too soon. Oh my God, is she going to not like me anymore? So men can be up in their heads too. And so, yeah. so the CBD lube is great for, for both partners. If it's a heterosexual mm-hmm. partnership.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Well, I mean, I certainly, we'll put the, we'll put the oh, link. I'm like, yeah, dang. It's it's very, very real. Um, but no, I mean, I think for people, you know, experimenting with, with CBD lube, um, you know, using that just to kind of help warm you up, just doing some rubbing, um, you know, rubbing it around your vulva on your clit, um, rubbing it around his penis, um, that all of that can kind of help Also like relieve tension within those muscles, within those parts of us. Um, And I mean, I hope people check it out. We will definitely put it in um, the episode notes for people to go to the website and, um, you know, get some go love CBD. (laughs) Right on. I,
2: yeah, I recommend it also for foreplay because Mm -hmm. giving, you know, some of the best sex toys that we have are right on our bodies and it's our hands and i'm not talking about for for penetrative play just massaging each other on the surface so i always recommend pick up a bottle of go love cbd lube and give each other a great hand job mm, i mean it's such yeah. a it's such a lovely thing and you can be so skillful at it and so many people bypass it it's kind of like yeah. a lot of people skip over foreplay well people are skipping over some of the best stuff that you can enjoy and sometimes mm-hmm. it's fun to just have manual pleasure in a yeah. night and not even have intercourse. And so mm-hmm. lube. there's so many different purposes for it. And it just creates that slippity slide that can feel good mm-hmm. in so many different
1: ways. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you just brought up hand jobs because <laughs> that was something I wanted to make sure we talked about today. But I was actually just having a conversation with a guy last night and was explaining that like, for me to come, one of my favorite things is to be fingered. And oh. he's, like, he's like, what are we in eighth grade? <laughs> and I was like, Hey, you're
2: like, like, no, <laughs> like, like, I'm, a, I'm a woman with a vagina and a G-spot and nerve endings. That's
1: what we yeah, are. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, you know, sometimes I don't just want penetrative sex. Like sometimes a good finger, like you think about how you know, when you first start ex- experimenting and exploring with sex, like, getting a hand job, getting fingered, like, sometimes that was so exciting. And it was like, wow, this feels really good that this, like, other person is able to pleasure me in this way and, like, to experience that. And, like, if it was great, then like, why would it not still be great now? Like, just because we then have sex doesn't mean that we don't still go back to some of those things that we like use to ease ourselves into our sexuality and into penetrative sex. Um,
2: That's right. It's, it could be so erotic too. You, yeah. You're probably into that part where, you know, if you're just taking turns giving, I always say, be a generous lover. Especially to guys, because, you know, guys complain, like, how do I get my girlfriend to have more sex with me or my wife? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, well, what are you doing for her that's going to entice her to want to have more sex with you? Are you taking your time? Are you learning her body? Are you just laying her down and pleasing Mm -hmm. her and giving and not taking anything at that moment and just focusing 100% on her pleasure? And a lot of times they're silent, which, yep. mean, which means no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and so I tell guys, if you do that, you'll get it back tenfold. Because women are natural giving creatures. Yeah. Like we're caretakers. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. And so what I tell guys is that uh, if you focus on her pleasure, you can actually just engage with her and look into her eyes and see how she's responding to what you're doing and the touch mm-hmm. and the strokes And that's how you can learn and adjust as you go as well, because you're actually focusing on her and you're not distracted with what might be going on for you or how good it feels if you're having sex, but just focus on her pleasure and you'll get it back.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. All right. It is time for a short break right here. It is time for me to share one of my favorite sponsors of the podcast. Y'all know who it is. It is BetterHelp. And they are my favorite resource that I recommend to folks who are looking for online professional counseling. You can start communicating with a licensed professional therapist in under 24 hours. And again, this is not self-help. It is actual professional counseling. Counseling, and you get timely and thoughtful responses where you can schedule video or phone sessions on a weekly basis with a professional. Um, they offer these services worldwide, um, but right now they're also actually looking for additional counselors. So, in all 50 states, uh, BetterHelp is actually recruiting people. So, if you're looking to get on the platform as a uh, provider, as a helper, um, definitely check them out. Uh, if you are a listener and you're struggling with happiness, they're wanting to just receive some extra support, um, they have professional counselors who are specialized in all kinds of things, depression, trauma, sleeping, relationships, LGBT matters, family conflicts. The list is Kind of endless, um, so I highly, highly recommend checking them out. Um, I want you to start living a happier life, and why not do that today? Uh, as a listener, you'll get ten percent off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com/talkaboutit. You can join over one million people who are taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash talkaboutit. And with all that said, we can now get back to the show. Several of your books, you know, kind of, they go back and forth, right? Of like how to please a penis, how to please a clitoris and a vulva um, and vagina. Um, And I want to talk a little bit about hand jobs. Um, In Tickle His Pickle, you've got, I mean, these fantastic diagrams that are so helpful. Uh, We have a section here on ball handling (laughs) and... I want to, I, I mean, my own personal interest here, I want to talk about ball handling for a bit because <laughs> I think a lot of people assume that it's like, you got to just focus on the penis and that like playing with balls is something that is like, in a way, like the nasty part, like, like that it's gross, like, oh, his balls, like gross balls. <laughs> Um, or that it's like, you know, you have to be so gentle or like that they're not going to like it. Like, I just think I've, I've heard so many of these, um, kind of thoughts that come up for people about like playing with balls, but like one (laughs) of my, I mean, I, I actually very much enjoy playing with the balls and my last, uh, little mini sexcation that I had, um, he hadn't really ever, you know, had his balls played with a lot and, one of my favorite things is like just licking the balls. Wow, your boyfriends <laughs> must love you. The guy that guys you hang out with must love you. <laughs> he it, it was a very it was a new experience for him because he had never had his balls play with like that before and hadn't ever like orgasmed and came from like ball play. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of me was like, you know, my confidence was like through the roof, and I was like, mm-hmm, you're welcome. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I think like for me that was just like experimenting and exploring and figuring that out of like, okay, I'm just going to use my tongue a lot. I'm going to kind of tease it and like pay attention to how his balls move and how they change and like the breathing and his voice and and all of that and just be really attentive to all of that. But would love for you to share and kind of walk through (laughs) kind of how, how people can get warmed up with, with playing with, with balls. Okay. You have a ball (laughs) conversation. Let's go. (laughs) part of a hand job that I think is often left
2: out. Absolutely. So when it comes to playing with his balls, the first thing I would say is ease into it and don't put too high of expectations on yourself. And also know that it's not that big of a deal. You don't have to be that worried. It's really just another part of his anatomy. And there's a couple things you need to mm-hmm. know about not, not touching it too roughly. But mm-hmm. um, it's just like it's just like his, any other part of his body or his butt cheeks. So you know, they're smaller and they're little mm-hmm. balls. If you Mm -hmm. are a little wary of it or you're concerned about, you know, the smell or just it's kind of scary, have them take a shower first. Oh, yeah. That always helps. Or even just play in the shower together. So that that always kind of, like, takes a layer off. Certainly, yeah. My
1: my tongue's not going on the balls unless it's the shower. (laughs) That's not. (laughs)
2: Yeah. And then uh, I always suggest, just like with the clitoris, you want to start off very gently because Mm -hmm. everybody is different every man is going to enjoy something different with his balls Mm -hmm. and some need very gentle touch. So the way the analogy I give is as if you're rolling around two eggs in the palm of your hand Mm -hmm. or two golf balls. So you want to just kind of gently move them around really softly and then communicate. This is where communication comes in because what he might like, is gonna be very different than your past lover. And mm-hmm. so you, you always wanna just start slow and small and gentle. And some guys like it rough and they like the tugging and the, the hard mm-hmm. squeezing and the gripping. So yeah. it's important to kind of work your way up to that point
1: mm-hmm. through
2: communication.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I love like part of how you even start this uh, book of Tickle is Pickle is around um, like you start off using your lips. That's the best tool you have. And it's like because Mm -hmm. of communication.
2: That's (laughs) right. And our biggest sex organ is our brain.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. That's arousing in itself. And, you know, when you talk about hands and mouth and balls and penis, the best Mm -hmm. blowjobs and handjobs are when you use both hands usually. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah. that's why in the book, I have several, a whole chapter on hand jobs and techniques yes. with illustrations. Um, and so you want to use both hands. So one hand can be playing around with the bouncing boys or his balls, and the other one can be mm-hmm. on the shaft along with your mouth if you add that. Um, but definitely mm-hmm. the, more, the more hands you use, the more pleasure you're providing yeah. to him.
1: Yeah, you have on here the pleasure tunnel. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about that? And also the V-spot.
2: Yeah. Okay. So the pleasure tunnel is a hand job technique. And it's basically, you see my hands, you you start with one hand on top and you you slowly glide down. You're using lubricant, of course. Mm -hmm. And then right when that hand starts to go down the shaft and you can see the head coming out of your fist, you take your other hand right on top and you do the same thing. And Mm -hmm. now your other hand, without any delay, is coming down at the very top and going down. And then you take the bottom hand and put it back at the top. So you're basically just kind of like doing a loop Mm -hmm. with both Mm -hmm. hands. So if you picture it like a tunnel, it's like a never-ending tunnel of pleasure that he's feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's that constant stimulation. And then you can add the little twist as you go, which a lot of guys Mm -hmm. like. So you kind of like spin and twist as you go down. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the pleasure tunnel. And there's a million yes. different techniques. And again, some guys are gonna like it fast, some will like it slow, mm-hmm. some they want you to squeeze harder, some will yeah. want to just use one hand or just kind of squeeze in one spot. It all depends. Mm-hmm. And that's
1: why you just ask as you go and make it fun. Yeah. Yeah. The the pleasure tunnel stuck out to me because that is a technique that I'll use. Like if I'm, I mean, sometimes like during blowjob, you know, when it's like getting very, very lubricated, if I don't already have lube on there, but it's also then getting the saliva um, and then kind of switching it up from blowjob to using hands again is where I'll start to kind of use that motion. But sometimes it's, um, instead of like going down, sometimes then I switch it up and it's like going up. Um, (laughs) And, and again, like you said, it is just kind of like, touching base and like seeing how they react to it and seeing how they do like it. And the times that I've done a form of like a pleasure tunnel has always been when they're like, yeah, keep doing that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's right. Another, another
2: tip that most men like is they like a little twist. And so Mm -hmm. when you want to be, when you're giving a hand job, you don't want your arm to be stiff. You don't want to use, keep your wrist and your arm stiff where you're kind of your whole arm is going up and down. You just kind of want to use your wrist to provide the movement. So as you're going up and down, you can see my hand here.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: You've got like, you can do this twist and it's all in the wrist. Yeah. As opposed opposed to doing this, which doesn't have that much rhythm. Yeah. And I always correlate it to when a guy is, is touching you and he's maybe rubbing you with his finger, the pads of his fingertips, and he's giving you a vulva massage. How does it feel when he's just kind of grinding back and forth without much kind of rhythm or pattern Mm -hmm. versus uh, versus someone that's got you know some some movement and I describe it like if someone you can teach someone how to dance and they can do the steps Mm -hmm. but then someone that has rhythm and that knows how to move their hips can do the same steps but they're doing it so much differently and so much better Mm -hmm. so it's really about getting a good rhythm and using your wrist to kind of lead the way and then again it's just practice and communication from there.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so, so much of this all does come down to, to communication and, um, I love, love that that just has such an emphasis in these books that you've done. Um, I want to talk just a little bit about blowjobs because I really don't think I've gotten specific about blowjobs in an episode before. Um, Well, you came to the right girl. (laughs) Yes. The penis genius. (laughs) Um, yeah, and I'm wondering, like, if there's uh, anything that you've heard over the years um, of doing this work um, that, like, is over and over something that uh, penis havers have said of like the thing that they love, like a common, like, when a when someone does this to my penis, I love it and I go crazy during a blowjob. Okay, well, one misconception before I answer that is
2: that me- don't use your teeth. Mm. some men like teeth you can't ever discount anything as a no-no because there's always going to be someone that does like it
1: yeah
2: yep but as far as like people ask me you know what what is the number one thing that Mm -hmm. that makes for a five-star bj Mm -hmm. it's enthusiasm Mm. they tell me that it they would rather much have a woman who's into it and enjoying it. Maybe she's not that good at it yet, but she's loving it. She's trying to please him. She wants to be with him. Men would much rather have that than a woman who say maybe a porn star can get it done in 60 seconds, but Mm -hmm. she's just doing the do, you know, or doing the duty. So that's, that's number one would be the enthusiasm. But, but from a mechanical standpoint and a whole environmental thing is you need to have lubricant. Um, if you don't produce enough saliva, for, mm-hmm. for a BJ. Uh, yeah. so, that, so that's something that's really important and all guys need that. Otherwise it can shave and it can hurt just like when someone's touching us as women. Yeah. So there's got to be enough saliva. You can always throw in some water-based lubrication to help with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is to use your hands along with it. And one of the tricks is people to ask, they're like, gosh, well, I get so tired with with the oral and my lips are in my mouth. And that's where when you're using your hands properly, it can actually give you a break during mm-hmm. that. And he's still getting pleasure and it feels just as well for him. So you can kind of lay off your mouth a little bit and give yourself those mini breaks uh, every mm-hmm. so every few strokes or say so that it's actually mm-hmm. more comfortable for you too.
1: Yeah. That's a good point, right there. It's a real good point. Oh yeah, uh, it's, it's the cheap technique. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, to that point of, of enthusiasm, I think a lot of people often kind of feel like a um, a anxiety of going into a blowjob that it's like that there's this pressure that you have to perform that you know you have to make him come and give him the best orgasm of his life. And uh, that, I don't know, I feel like there's typically just this like dread of giving a blow job. And I mean, I know I've been in relationships where I've felt like my partner just acted so entitled to a blow job. And my philosophy was always like, if I don't want to give you a blow job, I'm not going to give you a blow job. Because like, you, like you're saying here, enthusiasm is pretty important. So I'm like, if I'm not into this, I don't want to do it because then it's not going to be enjoyable for you because I'm not really going to be into it. And like, if you really want a blowjob where I'm just trying to get it over with, then, you know, maybe, maybe I would cave and, and do that. But for the most part, it's like, yeah, unless you really want to do it and be engaged, then don't do it. That's right.
2: Never do anything that you're feeling pressured into doing but you also want to make sure you're with the right partner because a good thoughtful partner isn't going to have those high expectations and they're, they're going to want you to be comfortable and they're not going to want you to do anything you don't want to do. So you also want to consider if you're with someone Mm -hmm. who's being a little you know, expecting too much or a little too pushy. But the other thing is if you're a generous lover and I I like to come back to that, people will reciprocate happily. Mm -hmm. So, so for the guys out there, um, and I know this is a generational thing, too. I know like hookups and just, you know, mm-hmm. giving blowjobs are, are kind of like French kissing was, you know, back mm-hmm. in the day. So um, if you put out first and give her an orgasm, give her oral sex, like I said, women are, are going to reciprocate and we're natural givers. So kind of like take the, take the focus off of what are you going to do for me and this is what I want, but yeah. turn that around into being a generous lover and that will start the, the, the thread that you're looking for.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah, even when I think back to my last sexcation, um, when I went real deep in the balls, like I talked about earlier, (laughs) uh, before I even got to the balls, it was a whole like 30 minutes of him going down on me and like just really, really hot and heavy makeouts. And then I was like, yeah, give me that fucking penis. Like, give me you. There you go. Uh, Because yeah, it was like, he was super attentive to my needs and and my pleasure that made me want to reciprocate that back. Um, I think that this is where like communication um, becomes super, super important when you are perhaps with someone who's not being a giver and where you are feeling that pressure, or maybe you're even just putting that pressure on yourself that you should be pleasing him in certain ways. um, Because yeah, I don't know. I've just when I, whenever I've done like Q and As, so much of what I hear is women saying a that they have low sex drive, and b that they feel pressure and that they have this expectation on them to please. Um, and part of that is with sex, but the other part of that is with with blowjobs. Um, so I, I wonder if there's been. You know, practices or tips to help kind of flip the script on that of blowjobs being something that women can enjoy.
2: Yeah, that's been a a newer thing in these in these more recent generations where it's so expected. But I think the more confident and self-assured a woman is in her own skin and her own sexuality and her own boundaries. is -hmm. is where you're going to really be able to kind of shift that in that particular relationship. And again, it comes back to communication, but I feel like, like women need to not allow the pressure and then not give in either and communicate Mm -hmm. what your boundaries are. And it might be, you know, I, I'm happy to do oral sex with you, but it's one of those things that I need to be with someone for a little while. I like to Mm -hmm. get to know you and I need to feel comfortable and that I could trust you. Cause for me, That's what I need. And every woman's going to be different. So it's really about Mm -hmm. choosing to create your boundaries and and stick by them and communicate them. And sometimes that can be hard. Um, I understand it's it can be a little intimidating to say those kind of things to your partner because you don't want to Mm -hmm. let them down. You don't want to sound like a prude or or whatever concerns you might be having. But really, you have to put yourself first. And Mm -hmm. if you're with a good partner, he's going to understand and he's going to empathize and he'll get it and he'll be patient and he'll like you for you. And it's not going to be all about him, you
1: pleasing him. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. I mean, there's got to be a bit of a a balance of communication and of uh, receiving and and giving. Um, We had. last week we had, um, guests on the podcast, Cam and and Karen, a mother and, and son duo, um, that talk about sex. And in the first like five, 10 minutes of that episode, Cam was sharing, um, that he was experimenting with an anal prostate massager, um, mm-hmm. and finding it like quite difficult to use. Um, and then through that, I was like, we really haven't talked about anal very much. And I mean, your penis genius, your pl- America's pleasure coach. Um, so I'm like, I'm wondering if we chat about anal for a sec here, because you also have a book, uh, Tickle My Tush, um, for mild to wild anal play adventures for every booty. <laughs> I have it right here. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I don't know if you
2: noticed th- the mouths. Uh, I haven't done this on screen ever before, but do you see a pair of lips that look familiar? don't tell me buddy it's a secret um cheap cheap modeling rates really no it just (laughs) it turned out that way yeah those are when I did this cover
1: I didn't
2: I didn't want to put a butt on the cover of an anal sex book because everybody's (laughs) done that so I wanted to like fit within my brand and what can I do to be more creative and so I thought of Mm -hmm. if the smirky flirty expression And looking over the shoulder, implying your butt is behind there. That's kind of how that expression came about.
1: (laughs) That, I mean, very well done. (laughs) Very, very, very well done. Um, Thank you. But um, the
2: the basic tips when it comes to anal is just when you get started, it's one of those things. It's not like the vagina that naturally lubricates. So you always, always have to use lubrication. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And water-based lube can be fine, but you'll need to reapply it as you go. Mm-hmm. Um, silicone lubes will last longer, um, but they're a little messier and they don't absorb and you have to you have more of a cleanup afterwards. But mm-hmm. that's always um a definite absolute must. You have to use lubricant. Yeah. And um, super important for safety. And then the other thing is is you need to go slow into it. Your body needs to warm up. So when we as sex educators give advice to have foreplay for at least mm-hmm. 15 minutes, if you can, it's not only because it feels great and we like the sensuality of it. It's because it helps to warm up your body and create blood yeah. flow down to your genitals so that your body can get engorged. I mean, we have a lot of erectile tissue in our mm-hmm. vulva and our anus in, yep. inside the in, internal clitoris, just like men do in their penises. It's the same mm-hmm. tissue. And Mm -hmm. so when you have a lot more blood flow down to your genitals, it's getting you prepped for anal sex. So I suggest having intercourse first. Give her a couple orgasms Mm -hmm. so she can be wet and loosened up and kind of in that mode and her body warmed up. And only then do you really start to kind of ease into anal. And again, Mm -hmm. you still want to be slow and small when you start back there. And you want to start with like a finger pad just on the surface, playing around. Um, There's Mm -hmm. a lot of sensitive nerve endings at the the anal entrance. I call call that finger padding. So you're Mm kind of just rubbing with your finger pad. And then there's finger tipping, where you kind of put just a little bit in. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's great with oral sex. It'll Mm -hmm. give her a little extra excitement. And then there's fingering, and then you can move on to toys and penises. But you want to go slowly, work your way up, and she needs to be Mm -hmm. super warmed up already.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> it was, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, do I get personal? Or do I say educational? <laughs> um, <laughs> say it, girl, say it. <laughs> um, yeah, like the first time that I had anal sex was probably 2015, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, 2015. Um, and at first was kind of like, eh, not totally sure about this. But then after two times, I was like, this... It's fantastic. Oh. Um, and so many of my girlfriends were like, oh my God, no, like I can never like, oh, that would just be so painful. Or like they had had people try it, like had tried it with partners and just found it to be super painful. But I mean, when I talked them through it, I mean, again, I was not like an educator or even received any real training in sex yet, but that's part of what I would tell them. I would say like, Don't let his penis just, don't like, don't let him just try to just stick it in there and Mm -hmm. like get it in. Like, you, you be in control. You, you know, kind of like move your hips around, kind of over maybe like have his penis up against the, your butthole, Mm -hmm. um, your anus and, you know, kind of just massage it around and go really slow and make sure there's lots of lube. Um, but I was like, have him really just kind of like lay there or stand there or sit there or whatever. And like you be in control of that and you like, you know, you're activating your pelvic floor and muscles and all of that as Mm -hmm. you kind of like slowly move your hips around. And then, you know, slow, I mean, it's not necessarily a finger tipping, but you know, slowly <laughs> let like the tip kind of work its way in there. Right. Um, and after kind of like talking through with a few of my girlfriends about that, they were like, that felt so good.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. That was really great advice that you gave. That's absolutely yeah. it. And, and the other thing is that you have to relax because mm-hmm. you've got some really strong sphincter muscles and there's, oh, yeah. there's, there's two of them down there. And so to, you have to like be comfortable with who you're with, or you might be tense the whole time. So you want to yeah. choose your partners wisely that you're going to actually go there with. Um, mm-hmm. But also you have to just relax your whole pelvic area, your anal muscles mm-hmm. so that it connect. because you can stretch quite far. I'm sure, you know, a lot yeah. of people have experienced movements where you're like wow okay
1: (laughs) yep that was how I had to like rationalize in my head the first time I did it was I was like okay I've had some like really big poops before like (laughs) has my poop been as big as like his penis like is that gonna work and then sometimes when you watch porn like after they do anal I mean you can see like the hole is just stretched out so far like it's Large. <laughs>
2: yeah. And it stays there before it kind of like yeah. deflates a little bit. Um and I liked the tip that you gave, and that's one that I give too about being in control.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um so if you're a good position to be in troll is cowgirl um
0: mm-hmm.
2: for intercourse or butt play. And that way you can kind of guide it in properly, you can mm-hmm. put it in at your pace. You can move, you know, as, as you like, you can go the depth you like, or keep it shallow. So if yeah. you're new and starting out as the woman, it's always nice to be in control and, and cowgirl's perfect for that.
1: Yeah. Huh. I've never tried, uh, going into anal from cowgirl. I think in my head, for whatever reason, I'm like, I'm just going to fall on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> apparently like I don't have very strong muscles. Cause I'm like, I can't keep myself up and like, you know, control that. Usually I feel like I go. What, what position do you usually do?
2: Oh, you do like spooning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so I usually start off spooning. Um, and, and that's, that's a great one too. And that's
2: perfect for when you want to keep it shallow, because mm-hmm. if you're in spooning and, and you're arching your back just a little bit so that you can yeah. get in the right angle where he can get in there. Um, he's not going to be able to go in cause your, your butt cheeks are kind of going to be a barrier It's going to be mm-hmm. that cushion pad that that pushes mm-hmm. him back off. So it's yeah. a nice safe position for that. Yeah. Um, and on the flip side, if you're in missionary with your legs open and back wide, then you're very exposed and open and you, mm-hmm. he needs to know what he's doing. That's the other thing. Like the reason I wrote Tickle His Pickle is, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, well, and Tickle My Tush oh, my is tush. so that people have the knowledge because this isn't like intuitive, like when you go to have intercourse where it's you mm-hmm. know, naturally wet and you just kind of like...
0: This is something
2: you actually do need to learn some safety tips about before you engage Mm -hmm. so you don't hurt her. And that's what's happened with a lot of women that don't like it. And they say, oh, I've tried it before and I don't like it. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of times because it hurt. And it was because they they didn't know the protocol to do it safely and comfortably.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, what about like, um, male anuses because, I've only. What about those things? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what about like stimulating those? um If we, if we talk about like blowjob, right? Like, I had one ex and he would really enjoy like a blowjob with like a finger in his butt. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. so long ago, I, I'm like, I tried again, like, somewhat recently and not the same impact, but I was like, I don't think I was doing it the same way I did it before but I don't even remember how I did it before so I don't know if you have tips on like how how people can go about pleasuring like men people with penises is buttholes well it depends on whether he
2: likes it or wants it a lot of guys are like oh no exit only no no Mm -hmm. no Um, some might be on the fence, but they might be embarrassed to want to admit it or say it because it might not be cool. Um, But I always suggest just kind of dabbling in it and exploring. And the best time to do that is Mm -hmm. when you're giving him a blowjob. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, they're pretty preoccupied with your beautiful mouth and your hands. And you've got a lot of wetness going on and and spit Mm -hmm. could be there. So if you just kind of like as you're playing with his balls, eventually let your, your finger kind of like go back past mm-hmm. his perineum and use your fingertip to just kind of yeah. touch gently in little circles on the outside that adds so much extra pleasure because of all the nerve endings. It's, it's kind of like if you're mm-hmm. receiving oral as a, as a woman and, mm-hmm. and he then sticks a couple fingers in your vagina, even if it's just yeah. sitting there still. Or if he's, you know, putting pressure on your G spot, all of a sudden it just adds mm-hmm. so much more stimulation, and it makes the orgasm that much more profound.
1: Totally, yeah. I think I read, and I might not be correct on this, but that your anus has like the second most amount of nerve endings as like your uh, clit or your penis. Is the, that right?
2: Your clitoris—it's similar. The clitoris has about eight thousand nerve eight, endings yeah. on the clitoral head. And the penis has about 4,000. So that just mm-hmm. gives you you know, an idea of just how sensitive the clitoris is. And mm-hmm. a tip I would like to give your listeners when it comes to touching the clitoris is so mm-hmm. many men touch it too hard and too fast. Because guys mm-hmm. are like, you know, they're, they're, they're boys, they're guys, they're men. They're like jack jackhammer kind of, they're used to... <laughs> What they might like for themselves, which is mm-hmm. kind of uh, oftentimes faster and more vigorous stroking, for example. Yeah. Um, so what I say is, if you've ever had like an eyelash that's that's in your eyeball, and you go to like you know pull your eyelid down and go to rub it out, how how mm-hmm. gently are you touching your eyeball? Like super soft, right? You're just like mm-hmm. you don't want to push too hard. I tell guys start there. When you're touching her clitoris and guys are like what that that softness like yes that yeah. soft and then of course there could be some women that like it faster and harder and that's fine mm-hmm. and you communicate there but always start that that soft and it feels really great even if it's yeah. just foreplay it's like that's what's going to get her juices flowing trust me.
1: Yeah. I mean, even just thinking about like how gentle that would be. I'm like, yeah, actually no, like that's like, yeah, please do that. (laughs) (laughs) i like, even just start out like over the, like on the underwear with that like gentle touch and then yeah. That's That's really really arousing and sexy and that's,
2: what's going to get her wet. And then everything's more comfortable for her. And then she has more Mm -hmm. pleasure and then she gives more to you and it just starts it off in the right track.
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah. Dang. There's so, there's so much to all of this. Um, and so much more I would love to go into with you. Um, I think since we have to kind of start wrapping up, um, the one thing I would like to kind of ask you here is like, you've been doing this for, you know, obviously much longer than I have. i still very new in all of this, but, mm-hmm. um, anything that like for either, men, women, neither, whoever, Um, if there's anything that like you've seen as a common major theme throughout your work, um, any piece of knowledge that you want to make sure that we leave folks with um, about how they can, you know, increase pleasure in their sex lives.
2: Well, one of them is to just know your body as best as you can and to embrace your sexuality uh, you mentioned a lot of women having shame and it's sad, but uh, there's a lot of us that have grown up with shame, negative messaging, guilt, embarrassment. Yeah. We don't even call our anatomy by their real names. Mm-hmm. So that is a big block. And when you can take the time to actually learn your body and what feels good to you, but also let go of the baggage, you know, if mm-hmm. there's any um, support, um, whether there's some self-help books or therapy or digging mm-hmm. deep to, to really help heal whatever is holding you back. That, I would say, is really important because when you can like let go of all the stuff in your head and those negative thoughts and all mm-hmm. the stuff that you were conditioned to think that's not your baggage, figure out how to get rid of that and invest that time, then the whole world of sexuality and openness mm-hmm. can be there for you.
1: hmm
2: Yeah. I mean, it's really, you know, men as well, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, sad baggage that was put on people. Um, mm-hmm. but there's programs out there, there's books, there's great therapists and it can really change your life. And so that's, I don't, it's not talked about often enough, but really focus on, on shifting the thoughts that you have mm-hmm. that are holding you back. And then for women, learn your bodies, yeah. you know, look, look at yourself in a mirror. So many women I talk to have never even looked at their vulvas. Yeah, um, you know, or, or, don't realize that the vagina is just the actual canal in mm-hmm. your vulva area. And the vulva is your entire genital area that includes yeah. your, your lips, your mm-hmm. urethra is where your pee comes out and your, your mm-hmm. vagina. So, and the clitoris. Yeah. So it's really just kind of take the time to understand your body, understand yourself. Um, and mm-hmm. it's fun, you know, make it fun and exciting because it's, it's yourself. It's, it's part of pleasure in your life and can be mm-hmm. part of your
1: everyday life. Yeah. And it's part of like your overall sexual health. Mm-hmm. Like part of sexual health is sexual pleasure.
2: <laughs> That's right, you know, and then you have orgasms that re- mm-hmm. that releases stress, it helps you sleep, can help yeah. you with menstrual cramps, there's so many positive physiological mm-hmm. reasons to have orgasms too.
1: Yeah. And I mean that could be a whole other episode with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, the uh, the piece on getting to know your body too. I mean, you also have a book, um, "Undercover Clitoris." Hmm. <laughs> um. So many, so many great, great resources. Um, do you want to share a bit here? Just again, kind of where people can find you, all the different things that you do. Again, we'll have links um, in the episode notes for all of this stuff. But would love for you to just kind of share one more time all the places people can check you out and any kind of codes or discounts that, um, that you want to offer listeners. Sure. Thank you. So ticklekitty.com
2: is, Mm -hmm. um, my sex toy boutique where you can find all of my books and a variety of sex toys to explore. And I always suggest going online with your partner and look at toys together and talk about what might be fun. What might looks like it might feel good. Um, Mm -hmm. that's always a fun date night too. And it's, and it's erotic. It's like, Hey, Mm -hmm. let's go look at some toys. Um, so that's Ticklekitty.com. And if you decide there's something you see that you like, um, enjoy 15% off with the Mm -hmm. code Taylor 15.
1: Um,
2: and then go love CBD lube is, uh, my new brand that I'm so excited Mm -hmm. about. It's just, it's just so Mm -hmm. fun to see how it's helping, um, relax people so they can have more, more enjoyable sex and helping women who have pain. Um, so that you can find at golovecbd.com. Mm-hmm. and you can take $5 off of your first bottle of lube with code Taylor five. Yeah. Thank you so uh, much
1: for offering that. Oh yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I'm happy to, and feel free to follow me on Instagram. I'm at Dr. Sadie Allison um, mm-hmm. and go love CBD and tickle kitty.
1: Yeah. My goodness. I mean, <laughs> like goals. So so many goals. Um, thank you so much for taking the time and and coming on. Let's talk about it today. Ah, I loved it. You're so fun to talk to. And uh and kudos
2: to you for all that you're doing and all the educating you're doing for so many people. You're doing a great service and you're doing a great
1: job too. Oh, thank you so much. That's so nice of you. You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, that does it for today's episode. Thank you so much for making it all the way through and keeping your ears, your hearts, and your minds open. It would mean so much to me if you could take a second or two after listening to this episode to leave a review on iTunes and let me know what you're enjoying about the show. I love reading you know, what your favorite episodes are, where you guys listen, um, and definitely feel free to share this with a friend. I mean, part of how we break down the stigmas around these topics is by talking about them, right? And And sharing them with more people. So definitely share the podcast. Um, and again, really wanting to include all of you in this podcast. So if you have questions or you want to share a thought or an experience, please send in a voice memo to ask.letstalkaboutit at gmail.com. And I'm really excited to keep having these conversations and uh, breaking down these stigmas. So thank you all so, so, so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I'll talk to you next time.